Welcome to The Hairpreneur Show. I'm Ryan Whedon, founder and CEO of Masters of Balayage. I still remember that day when someone I loved told me, you're just a hairstylist. Toxic relationship, probably, but it was just the fuel I needed to become obsessed with cracking the success code. From dead broke with just 75 bucks in the bank to running one of the most reputable seven-figure brands in the industry, I've dedicated my life to helping others like you push the limits of what's possible. So if you're ready to unlock the secrets to using our love for hair as a vehicle to achieve more personal and financial freedom in your life, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick. Have you heard about our three world-famous certification courses? If balayage is your thing, we've got the Balayage Master's Program, or BMAP, as our students like to call it. If blonding is your thing, we've got the Blonde Master's Certification Course. And if extensions are your thing, we've got the Extension Master's Certification. We call these the trifecta of the world's highest earning specialties. That's because if you master just one of them, you'll be madly successful. But if you master all three, you'll absolutely dominate the game. Charge what you want, work where you want, work when you want. All of these comprehensive programs fast track your experience and make you an expert faster. From modern fundamentals all the way to advanced mastery with topics like full bleach outs, zigzag foliage, and hybrid blonding, and with extension masters, things like hidden placement, modern beadwork, and stitching, you'll gain years of education in just days. With hours of immersive video training, color theory, skill strategy, accountability, live training, not only will you feel completely transformed by the end of the program, as if you've accelerated through years of hard work, you'll also gain an unstoppable confidence to not just raise your prices and value, but to create the life you want as a certified specialist. You know that feeling you get when you return home after a hair show and for a few days you feel like you can do anything? Well, imagine feeling like that every single day without the feeling fading. Now that's what our programs give you. Try one, try both, or go all in and try all three. Some of our best students have already taken the course multiple times. That's how good they are. Register now and see for yourself at www.mobnext.com. That's M-O-B. Next.com, mobnext.com, where hairstylists get ahead and stay ahead. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ryan Whedon here. I am coming to you with uh, a bit of a problem. It's not really a problem that probably needs to be talked about here on the podcast, but I feel like it's a problem that a lot of us have uh, often each day, uh, each week each year at different times, depending on what's happening in our lives. It's something that comes up a lot, uh, especially if if we're achievers. And I definitely classify myself as an achiever. And if you classify yourself as somebody that is always going after goals, always trying to reach that next level of what's possible in your life, then you undoubtedly have this conundrum throughout your life it surfaces now what this problem that i have is it's overwhelm and uh, i don't know about you but when i feel overwhelmed and stressed out i tend to run away i tend to not want to do anything i tend to lose focus i tend to lose 
direction, even passion for what I love doing, I tend to get so discombobulated that it's like, I just want to sit still and turn on Netflix and grab a pint of ice cream. I want to kind of escape uh, as opposed to trying to figure out a way through it because through and through it, it's, it's like, it's like trudging through deep mud <laughs> and it's not something that I really want to do. It's not something that I want to wade into. So what I am going to do instead of giving up because <laughs> I'm not one to give up even when I feel completely overwhelmed and sometimes, yes, you just do need a day off, but I've had some time off. I know it's not that. I know it's something that I need to face head on and move through it. But what do I do? Where do I go? And how do I go through it? Well, for this particular uh, conundrum that I'm having right now, I'm going to my friend AI and I'm using this cool tool that I have uh, access to. Uh, yes, we all have access to different types of AI right now. But when I'm really stuck, and in this case, I decided to put down uh, some ideas for an article. I, I asked this this uh, AI technology, it's called jasper.ai. And what that does, it's, it's kind of it's a tool that marketers use, that business owners can use. It's a paid tool that can access the internet, that can access different content to use your own voice uh, in your own brand and messaging. And I asked it, I said, hey, write me a blog <laughs> that helps someone simplify their to-do list when they feel overwhelmed, lack drive, lack energy. And when you feel like you're just cluttered and confused, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'm like, okay, well, let's see if it can come up with a solution for getting me unstuck. Now, I looked through this, what Jasper created, and of course, it's probably using the chat GPT technology. It's insane. And I'm going to do an entire class on this soon on how hairstylists can benefit from chat GPT. I've been using it religiously now for months and months and months. And oh my gosh, it's mind blowing on the amount of time that it can save you. But if you don't know how to use it, it can also be overwhelming. This way to simplify your, simplify your to-do list when you're feeling overwhelmed and lack the energy and focus and your life feels cluttered and confusing and oh my gosh, like it's going to crumble. I was amazed at what it came up with. So the first tip it gives you when you're in the state of get me out of here, put me on a couch, give me a warm blanket and a, and a cup of cocoa. The first thing you need to do is identify your priorities. It sounds simple enough, but what are your priorities? What is going to move the needle forward? And it says, take some time to reflect on what truly matters to you right now. What is going to help you get ahead in your life, in your business, in your personal life, in different areas of your life. And uh, according to one of my mentors, there are 10 distinct categories that you can actually look at when you're finding balance and imbalance in your life. And those 10 categories are, you have a pen handy, you should probably write these down, health, family, friends, intimate relationships with a partner or in a marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, mission and work, finances or financial, adventure, hobby, 
spirituality, and the 10th one is emotion. Now, those 10 categories are a great way to go through with a 1 to 10 happiness scale or how you feel about those. One being, I am completely unhappy or I can or I lack it absolutely. And 10 being like, I am thriving. I am doing well. I love it kind of a thing. So if we're looking at the the health category and you're, you're, you know, you're, you could be better off healthy. You're not eating very well. You're not exercising much. You could be taking better care of yourself. Let's just say that you're like, okay, my health is like a five, right? Um, but your family is like a 10. Your friends are a 10. Your finances are an eight then you can take a look at the overall picture of your life according to these 10 categories and say, okay, everything seems to be in balance except for my health. And the thing about this is when you have one of these categories that is imbalanced, it's actually going to eventually affect all the other categories as well. I mean, especially when it comes to the health category. If you don't have health you're not going to be able to put your yourself forward to help out your your friends, your family, to be there for your friends, your family. You're not going to have the the passion uh, if you get sick <laughs> to uh, have adventure, have a hobby that you love, be fully committed to belief in spirituality, and everything will be affected from that. So it's it, you don't want one of these categories to be your ankle anchor and and suck you down keep you stuck, right? You want to make sure that you're always thriving in all of these different areas. So that's a good way to to take an overall snapshot of your life and decide, okay, I could definitely improve this particular category. And with these different categories, that's why it's time to go back to, okay, how do we simplify our to-do list and all the complexity in our life and in our head? And that comes to identifying your priorities. So once you identify what your priorities are, what's going to move the needle forward today for whatever goals you have set in the near future, then that should be your priority. You could go back to the the quadrant that um, Stephen Covey created, where it's the important urgent quadrant, where it's split into four, where if you've seen this, it's, if you've seen this, it's like a, um, a gridded four box quadrant where the top left quadrant are things you would place in there that are urgent and important things that need to be done right now that are important, big needle movers Uh, on the right side column would be your um, urgent. um, I'm sorry, your, your important, but not urgent. And then below it, it would be uh, urgent, but not important. And then the the fourth box on the, on the bottom right would be uh, not important, not urgent. So things that fall into that category for whatever time you're trying to decrease the complexity in your life, that those types of things are the, as the busy work that you don't really need to do right now. So move it off of your plate, right? Um, that's one you could look that up on, on Google and it'll probably paint a better picture of it where you can actually see the visuals of it without me having to try to explain these different boxes. But first step, identify your priorities. Second step is break down your tasks into smaller chunks. That's almost like deconstructing. It's like finding your goal. What is your goal? And work backwards in doable steps. So if your goal is to raise your prices in your salon, say, okay, let's let's work backwards from raise your 
prices? Are you going to raise the prices on everything or certain items? How much are you going to raise your prices by? When are you going to raise them by? And start to answer these questions in between that are going to lead up to this final thing. Are you going to create different placards and emails and text messages and Instagram posts about how you're going to increase your prices, how you're going to notify your clients, write that down. And you're creating all these little doable steps that will be their own checkboxes, which what that does with our psyche is it actually nurtures it. It helps us feel like we're progressing toward the outcome that we're aiming toward. And the more we can check something off of our to-do list on these little items, the ones that are doable, as opposed to this big overarching giant category of raised prices, that's that sounds simple, right? But there's a lot that goes into that. So let's break it down into doable steps, things that can be done very quickly that move us toward that goal. Another thing could be, uh, let's talk about health and fitness. If you're breaking down tasks into smaller chunks, so it's like, I want to, I want to lose 10 pounds, right? I mean, who doesn't it want to lose weight, especially when you get into your forties <laughs> and fifties, you know, even, even, even the most in shape of us can probably, uh, you know, cut back uh, on some wine and some, some cupcakes for our kids' birthday parties and things like that. And, and, uh, the ice cream at night. And yeah, I'm, just, I'm not talking from personal experience. I'm talking for, for a friend, but anyway, um, you, you it's say I wanted to lose 10 pounds. Okay. That's sounds great, but that's it's very complex. It's not specific. So how do you break that big goal down? How do you deconstruct it and move toward it? Well, I'm probably going to need to eat better. Okay. Well, what am I going to need to eat? Maybe I should create a food plan. What's going to be on that food plan. Do I need to do research on, what are the best foods to help accelerate that fat burning? Uh, and then, okay, I'm probably going to need to work out as well. I'm probably going to have to go to the, the gym, uh, exercise, do some cardio. What kind of cardio am I going to do? How many times am I going to go to the gym? How am I going to, what's my sleep pattern going to look like? When am I going to try to go to sleep? When am I going to wake up? Am I going to be fasting? There are so many different elements that go into this. So Let's work backwards to these doable things, and they're going to come down to daily actions. And the more we work with these daily actions, the more we're going to create habits that will become automatic, that will move us toward our goal of losing 10 pounds. So we're breaking these down into smaller chunks to make them easier and more doable. The third way is to set realistic goals. Now, I am, I, I love the idea of what it's, what, what this is trying to say. Realistic goals. Uh, I, I always kind of aim a little bit more on the optimistic side, a little bit far reaching. If the goal needs to scare you a little bit, then that's the kind of goal you need to go for. But at the same time, it does have to be somewhat realistic. Uh, you can't just say, Hey, I want to go to space one day. <laughs> maybe if you had a billion, well, more than even more than a billion dollars, if you're multi, multi-billionaire, one of the richest people on the planet, then sure, shoot yourself in a space, right? But for most of us, 
the realistic goals need to be something that we believe are achievable. If we don't believe they're achievable, even the remote chance that it's achievable, then the chances of us achieving it are going to be very slim. It can be a big pipe dream, something that we're like, oh my gosh, I would love to one day play guitar in front of a stadium full of people. That sounds amazing. But unless you're playing guitar every day, unless you already have some skills, the time to practice, the potential experience, the connections to to get there, then maybe it's not so realistic. Maybe start out your goal should be, I want to play guitar for a full crowd in a coffee shop. Something that's actually still still a pretty damn cool goal if you're trying to become a rock star, you're trying to work your way into that that music scene and you don't really maybe play that much yet and you don't have an album coming out and but so it's like what is realistic, what is not? What is what is what do you believe is achievable? Even the remote chance that it's that it's a possibility. You have to have some belief that it could become real. If you don't, then it's probably not. Next tool we can use is to utilize technology. Now, in today's digital age, of course, there's many tools and apps that are available to simplify our lives um, and take advantage of these as much as possible, such as the one I'm using now, this is jasper.ai, um, to use AI to help me create better copy, come up with ideas, helps me brainstorm, really, and get started if I'm stuck on writing something. It could be a caption for Instagram. It could be a, a blog. It could be a podcast episode. I'm like, what do I do my podcast on? I'm stuck right now. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this could be a great topic, especially after uh, you know different seasons in our life, whether it's after summer and we're moving into fall and where kids are back at school and we're back into the full swing of let's get my business and my career rocking and rolling in, in ways that I never have before. So it's important to find those technology shortcuts to help us simplify what we're trying to do. I know you'll probably think that, well, technology complicates it. Sometimes it can. Instagram scrolling mindlessly, yes, that complicates it. Put your phone down if you're trying to get something accomplished. Or if you need some help, reach out to our friends at ChatGPT and say, hey, <laughs> help, <laughs> give me some tools to help me declutter my mind and refocus my priorities. <laughs> the uh, One of the next ways to declutter our, our minds and uh, simplify the complexity is to delegate and say no. And sometimes we try to do everything ourselves, which leads to burnout. Uh, and, and an overwhelming to-do list, like you all know. Don't be afraid to delegate things, especially if, if you have a team. Uh, if you don't have a team, you can still outsource things. There are ways to hire contractors. Have you heard of Upwork.com? You can hire people for reasonable rates to do busy work for you. Um, if you're a salon owner and you don't have a bookkeeper, then maybe it's time to find a bookkeeper so you can take your mind off of off of the, the some of the things that take up a lot of time. And although it's important for you to know your books really well, it's a lot easier to look at somebody who professionally puts your books together and, and you can 
easily make better decisions as an owner instead of burning yourself out by trying to put everything in the right category. That's what you find other people that have these different superpowers that can do it for you and you delegate. And another thing is just to say no. Say no to things that are going to be a waste of your time. Say no to things that you don't want to do. In our business, we are people pleasers. We do things and we say yes just because it's in our nature, even if we don't want to do them. That is not okay anymore. Not if you want to move to that next level. You need to start saying no to things that are a waste of your time. Sure, there are times when we do something for somebody else, like our spouse wants to go and do something with their friends and they want you to come and you don't really want to go, but you're doing it for her or you're going to a birthday party for toddlers and you don't really want to go, but you're going to go because you want to support your kids. Yeah, that's very different. You're doing that um, because you have to. (laughs) But other things, if your friends are like, hey, let's go out for a drink and you've got work to do, you really want to say yes, but you know you shouldn't, don't say yes. Do what you need to do to move the needle forward, to reach those goals that you're going for. It's okay to say no. And it doesn't mean you're a mean person. Only if you say it in a mean way. (laughs) Just have your priorities so locked down that it's easy for you to say no. You know what you stand for. And because you know what you stand for, you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. If you don't know what you stand for, now's a good time to start figuring it out. The last advice I'm going to give you is to review and revise your goals. The goals you had last year might be different goals than you have today. We change as we grow up and we mature. Most of us do. I know we all have friends that that don't. (laughs) And it's hard to watch how they keep doing the same thing every single day. And although they might look happy, I bet deep down they probably wish they were somewhat like you. If you don't have any friends that haven't uh, moved on, that haven't changed at all, it's probably because you're one of them, right? (laughs) Isn't that what they all say? If you don't have a a weird friend, that means you are the weird friend or something like that. Uh, But anyway, it's, it's important that we always, we take stock throughout Throughout our year, each year, um, I like to do myself, I like to do it quarterly. I don't have it religiously set quarterly, but about four to five times a year, I'll sit down and rework my goals, try to simplify them, try to make them more clear and deconstruct them and work backwards on, okay, well, this is my goal now. How am I going to get there? What steps do I need to take to get there? And what's funny is if you look back far enough, if you keep a track record of your goal setting and your priorities and what you want in life, if you have journals and make notes that way, I I dare you to look back, pull up on some of those journals and see what it says. You'll be amazed prob- probably because some of those goals have stayed exactly the same, probably like the lose 10 pounds maybe now it's more like lose 20 (laughs) or something like that. Or uh, for mine, it's like get six pack abs, right? That's always there. It's been there for years and years and years. 
uh, I'm learning that it's less important. And it's a lot more important just to be healthy and happy than uh, making sure I'm always ready for bathing suit season. Uh, but you'll also see some goals where where they were a very different you, different dreams. You were a different person 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And it's cool to look back and see how you've grown. It's cool to look back and see where you were, how you're the same, and now how you're different. And that changes throughout our lives. It changes multiple times during the year. What was important to us before kids compared to what's important to us after kids, two completely different things, two completely different people. The person I was before kids is a, is a very different person. Uh, what I wanted then is I wanted some of the same things and want some of the same things, but now they're instead of me centered, they're family centered. So that changes a lot. And I bet it does with you too. If you have kids, if you have animals, if you have a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, uh, as we face different challenges in life, we learn different things about ourselves and life becomes more complex. We have more responsibilities and it can be taxing at times. And that's why I think it's important for us to revisit who we are, appreciate who we are and what we've come through and treat every day like it's our only day. <laughs> like there is no tomorrow because some sometimes it's just how it is. Sometimes we hear these stories about how this person has such a bright, bright life ahead. And then one day it's gone. And you just think, wow, we're always surprised by death. And wow, I kind of got dark here, but uh, sometimes I just like to see where my own mind goes. Right. But I think this is my own way of simplifying what's important right now. And my, what's the most important is that I'm happy. I'm healthy. My kids are happy. My wife is happy, they're healthy, and that we have these quality moments because we never know when that last one is going to be. And for now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and even the the direction it took here at the end. Uh, but if you're feeling stuck, now is the time to get unstuck. Don't give up. Don't give in to doing nothing when you know you need to be striving forward, when you know you need to be working on something because it's going to build up inside of you with frustration, which will turn into anger if you don't deal with it. The further we turn our backs on something, the more it's just going to explode one day. So don't push off your dreams. Don't push off that conversation that you need to have. Make sure that you just go all in with whatever you're doing. And if you need a day to just lay and journal and learn a little bit more about yourself, then make that day today or as soon as you can. All right. But for now, I want you all to continue to love what you do, grow every day and share your passion with the world. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Do me a favor, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your socials. Not only does it give you content to post, 
You are also serving your supporters as a role model by showing your commitment to growth. You grew today, and I'm proud of you. Now go put what you learned into practice so you too can earn more personal and financial freedom in your life. And before you go, I have one favor to ask. Because I do this podcast for free to give you advanced tools and strategies to get ahead, please help me spread the word. It would mean the world if you would take a quick moment and rate this podcast with five stars. That's the best token of appreciation I can ask for. Until next time, love what you do, grow every day, and share your passion with the world.